Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah. Let's get into it. And we're back. Hey, yo. Long time no see. I know. Ironically, we just spent like the last four days together, but couldn't figure out how to do this in person. So, well, we also had a stacked. Yeah, we did. uh, uh, Itinerary. So we didn't really even find time. We had like two kind of chill out for a couple hours. That was like really early downtime. No, that's true. We weren't busy being. You're moving and grooving and eating and laughing and having affairs with married men. <laughs> That's what What's I was starting like? from John Mayer. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so we oh, went to a John Mayer right. concert and I almost oh, yeah. began an affair with a married man until his wife <laughs> separated us. I, he was Casey was in a throuple. I was sober. <laughs> Casey was in a throuple. I was making there. her known, like, I am no threat, but she was getting very embarrassed by her husband's behavior and I was having a blast with him and we were hitting it off and I was like I'm ready to hang what are you guys doing I know it was hilarious and the concert was amazing oh so good everything was so good but we'll get also to the other things that we discovered and uh the watch what happened watch what we were watching segment oh yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. we discovered something that changed our lives as well yeah <laughs> seriously i'm still thinking about it there's still more episodes to watch i know i don't want to watch without you though it it's doesn't so it nuts. Feels, feels weird anyway okay all right yeah so the things that are going on Speaking of nuts. Yeah, nuts are us. I, where not to begin. Yeah, if you want to yeah. throw a dart, yeah, blindfold me and try and pill, pin the tail on the donkey. I don't know where to begin with this guy. So we are in the deep throes of the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp defamation lawsuit. The lawsuit that he has filed against her for defamation. And I think we like to start an asterisk off of like, we don't care for either of these parts. Like, we're not fans of either of these people we are actually have been very concerned and aware and suspicious of johnny depp our entire lives would you say yeah i mean i only i once eating gilbert grape was like the last normality for me and then we got edward scissorhands and that's who he's always been from now on well no i think if anything if there's been a character he's always been from now on it's pirates it's jack sparrow and pirates of the caribbean because he basically played that himself and yeah that was just him now being method yeah Yeah, just as a kid being like that guy's weird and edward scissors hand and like never really being able to like scrape that i was never one of those oh yeah we were another i didn't have a crush on him exactly but we were also like uh probably five to ten years too young to have no our entire generation's obsessed with him he's like Uh, always considered one of the sexiest men alive and we were both like no that was obsessed with him okay it's it's the generation above us it's the generation below us because it's i mean when he came out with what's eating gilbert grape he was already that was already past 21 jump street and like right so yeah he's got unfortunately a 40-year career so he is suing Amber Heard, his ex-wife, who he was only with. Yes, they started dating in 2012. They had a civil ceremony in 2015. She filed for divorce and a settlement was reached in August of 2016. So start identifying 
patterns of behavior in relationships early on because they were clearly very present and get out of those relationships a lot earlier because now we're in 2022 and this lawsuit is now like going to continue on for the rest of their lives so he is suing her for defamation because in 2018 she wrote an op-ed to washington post never naming him but stating i am the face of domestic violence like this can happen to anyone and then kind of going into what their relationship was but then he is and then the sun magazine then came out calling him a wife beater and so then he tried to sue the sun to get out of that title as well but the british court rules that there is significant evidence that he is an abuser and therefore so now he's trying to angle this and he filed in virginia Right. Because Virginia has these laws set up called slap laws that we're trying to kind of understand, but it's basically to like protect people um, that are in the midst of like a civil lawsuit that has to do with uh, the right to free speech. So if he apparently had filed this lawsuit in California, it most likely would have gotten been thrown out protecting her more, whereas right. Virginia does not have these laws. And so it seems like it would most likely go to trial in Virginia because he very clearly wanted the details to come out regardless of how insane uh, he was. He's throwing yeah, I mean, himself under at, the bus. You look at this testimony and like he is discussing a lot of stuff I never wanted to know. And he's the one saying like, yeah, no, I did that because like, he yeah. so wants to ruin her and he's so quote unquote concerned that's not actually a direct quote. He's very concerned that he'll be viewed as a wife, a, a woman beater. And his whole thing is like, I have never hit a woman. Yeah. That's, that's what he's, that the cross that he's dying on. But the testimony that's come out is that it's very clear that both sides are incredibly emotionally abusive and most likely allegedly physically abusive on both sides. He's saying that, she was emotionally abusive, called him names. At uh, one point, it got physical. She threw a bottle at him. It's a vodka bottle that severed the tip of his finger. Um, and she is saying in 2016, I think, um, is when she first filed a lawsuit for physical abuse, saying that she, he threw a phone at her and she went to the LAPD and filed there. She pledged, um, he paid her a settlement of $7 million and then she pledged to donate to the ACLU in the children's hospital. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. And then apparently she has, she has, has been quote unquote delayed in that goal because Depp filed the lawsuit against her and she's been forced to spend millions defending herself against Johnny Depp. She also, like, their divorce starts to stem from her falsifying records of bringing their dogs to Australia while she was filming Aquaman. And Australia is really particular about, you know, outside um, invasive species. And she has these two mini terriers. And she brought them here. And that's kind of when their relationship unraveled. And now, and, like, she was also confirmed, like, not confirmed, but there's video evidence that she was most likely allegedly uh, having affairs during the marriage as well. Right. Um, I mean, this thing, the details that come out are like, she's incredibly controlling. 
she apparently had these quote unquote rules for their marriage that he wasn't aware of. Like at one point she took off, he took off his shoes at the end of the long day of his boots. And she came in and was like, what are you doing? That's my job. But that seems to be a big like uh, clickbait moment for people. Cause they don't go into details of like what her reaction was. It just said, he noted that she was physically shaken, that he broke some of these rules and then continued to, you know, emotionally abuse her and put him under these guidelines of behavior. But they, it, it is an absolute disaster on both their ends. I mean, yeah. do you have any questions? I mean, the other things I would just mention that I've seen just through headlines are um, that she I don't really know where this fits into that full story but just an interesting factoid is that um, in her abuse allegations um, Amber mentions that she uses a particular product from the um, makeup brand Milani to cover up her bruises and the Milani brand like came out and basically said that that product didn't exist two years ago or whenever this claim to happen so like calling out bs so i don't even know like i mean someone actually wrote us a comment like this reminds me of the l wood scene where they discover that she's lying based off the perm yeah because it's very true okay so then where there, there clearly weren't bruises if you're lying about what makeup you use because then the makeup didn't exist. Like, what's going on here? Well, I want to say there was photographic evidence of okay. bruises That's because... Story. Um, uh, I know, well, there's video footage that she put to trial of him beating the shit out of a bunch of cabinets and then he went on after the video was shown um, and he said and her lawyer you know talk uh, countered with questions yeah yeah yeah. there's there's two photo there's multiple photos that she submitted into evidence one is um a small black eye with bruises around the eye area and then the other one is more bruises around the cheek same um same side of the face oh and then there's like a lip cut too but i don't know if that's part of photo evidence or this is just evidence that people are pulling of right things but he yeah this video of him beating up these cabinets and then her lawyer countered um with questions and then he said well you know that's me beating up cabinets i'd never hit miss heard i might have assaulted some cabinets but i did not assault miss heard which is like still not a healthy scenario even if that was true which i doubt it is yeah, there's a photograph, you know, in 2013, uh, evidence from 2013 was submitted of him um, doing lines of cocaine and other drugs off of Keith Richards' album. Like, they're, in some of the evidence being submitted... I mean, the like, text messages about wanting her to burn her corpse and hope it rots in a Honda Civic. I mean, it's So that's not- with Paul Bettany. Oh, my God. So we knew that the Paul Bettany texts were going right. to come to trial, and they have this week, and Paul is very embarrassed, and Jennifer Connelly is being a like part of it. Yeah. A, a, like an a, a, what she should be doing, and no comment. 
Um, yeah, because Paul Bettany texted Johnny Depp, should we, you know, burn her at the stake before we decapitate her because she's a witch? It's and then evidence, and then and then the counter to that conversation was then apparently Amber Bettany hates Amber because Amber got into made his kids cry when she was visiting with Johnny and like, and was so demeaning to his son that his son walked away in tears. Like both of them are, they're both not well. Yeah. And I've never been a stand for either one. So I really have no skin in the game here, but it is a crazy story. Yeah. She shit the bed on purpose after she ate a gourd, you know, a cheesy gordita crunch. (laughs) Like I mean, that could just be a typical night after Taco Bell. That's not on purpose. Yeah, like that's just you think you're going to fart and then <laughs> you poopy bit. <laughs> you know what happens to us normal people? That doesn't happen to me. But no, I mean, it's more but of it a is, shard it situation. Is ta- it is Taco Bell. I mean, that's not something not. Known yeah, I've never had it. You know, I've never actually you know gotten really like I need to run to the bathroom from Taco Bell. But it's it's known to have that. Like there's jokes about talking. Yeah, it's Mexican food. Go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Or Tex-Mex, so, really. She wouldn't, be own the, entity. she wouldn't be the first or last person to have an accident with Taco Bell. Put it. Yes. Way. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these like so. Yeah, all this drug abuse evidence. Uh, the his um, sister um, testified on his behalf on right. the emotional and physical abuse they endured the under their mother. I don't know how that comes into play. There was a very disturbing hurt people hurt people. Casey. But it's like you're also sixty years old. Yeah, you're no, a sixty year old man. Yeah, yeah, you're. She's now she's a mother of a one year old that she had through surrogacy. Um. So like, great. Now she is in charge of somebody else's life. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's all so they. It seems like through the actual lawsuit, he's suing her for $50 million. I think from, yeah, from the evidence in court, unfortunately, she, uh, like, I I don't think this looks good for her when it's very clear that there was abuse going on on both ends. And the fact that he's suing her saying like this ruined his career when it's like your behavior and your actions ruined your career. Yeah you hurt your own career it's just you found someone who is willing to go for the jugular and this is what's happened well i think we have a we have i think she if you know i would love to see a psych profile i'm going to throw out borderline personality disorder for him severe alcoholism drug abuse addiction narcissism clearly had some abuse himself growing up so yeah i mean you don't that. go to you don't you know he has i i think he dropped out of high school and you know moved right. out to la and you don't age. follow these aspirations unless you're damaged you yeah know? heads up to people <laughs> michelle and i've done case studies for 30 years <laughs> pretty much and we Came also want to be a part of, of it. Out of the so. womb with Wikipedia in our brains, if only if that existed by the by the time we were born. I know um, if we had known. Yeah. Um, anything else related to that, or should we move on to the next chaotic story? Oh, just that, like, I feel like she unfortunately is not 
like she might lose this case even though it is very clear that there was abuse going on and on both their ends and yeah and we'll just have to see if it he's always gonna have a career i think unfortunately if anybody's career is gonna get hurt by this it's gonna be hers but she wasn't recast for aquaman so that's a good sign oh interesting yeah they have a sequel coming out to that and she could have been because she you know yeah she's i really wasn't like into her in the beginning because like you said when we started this you, st- you watch pineapple express <laughs> yep and then she had a couple other breakout roles that she was really good in but yeah yikes girl yeah <laughs> yikes is right speaking of yikes oh this one makes me sad don't they all i mean yeah we need yeah there's no good news okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's no good news. Keep we got going. some good news when we get to what we're watching. Yeah, that's always the that's always the light between the clouds, right? The sun coming through. The silver lining. Yeah. So yeah, which one are you going off with next? I was assuming our girl Tandy. Okay. Oh, Tandy, Tandy, Tandy. So I mean, red flag. First red flag. Uh, name change. So that's always a red flag. If people, yeah, for those that don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Tandy Newton. Oh yeah, sorry for people. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, who would, who else? What are Tandy? Yeah, it's accurate. Like, yeah, when people are like, "Oh, Prince changed his name to a symbol," you guys, that was his first sign that he wasn't doing well. Okay, somebody should have checked on his narcotics use then. All right, I'm just gonna point that out. That was also legal reasons because he needed to get out of like a um, out of a, a record contract, a record deal. So he had to like perform under a different name. But okay. Yes. But he still then, is not. Then maybe not. Then I, well. I apologize because that actually is like a smart legal loophole. Yeah. So maybe he was very clearly thinking. Or he has really good lawyers. Yeah. But yeah. I was always like, I always, you know, who doesn't love Prince? But I was like, this guy is weird and isolated. Oh, Something's yeah. Something's not no, right. He still yeah. was weird. Everyone's like, oh, it's his sex appeal. I'm like, oh, no, I think something else is not wrong. But who listened to this 14-year-old? Not. Nobody yeah, I mean, I'm him. not a huge. I don't dislike Prince, but he's not my go-to music. Yeah, he's a, he's a good jam um so yeah tandy newton the famed actress what don't you need tandy newton from um i mean really i westworld is a big big breakout for her recently Um, oh yeah but she's been around forever our entire lives yeah she's been interview the vampire in 1994 beloved mission impossible 2 yeah she's fantastic she's always never a bad performance john carter's wife on er oh my god that plot line you guys she has their stillborn baby at seven months i mean it is she is unbelievable she's not doing very well unfortunately (laughs) so yeah she changed up her name um she she went back to the more traditional zimbabwean uh spelling of her name that's her um half of her heritage is zimbabwean um raised in england uh the other half english obviously but yeah tandy is now tandue which i would assume is pronounced it's a uh, d-i-w-e some articles are saying that she just this is her actual spelling and that it was bastardized when she um got written up for credits and they thought it was a misspelling and so she's been just working under a different a more anglicized spelling of her name and then other websites are claiming that she wanted to get back um more connected with her roots and so she changed it up but she is currently um, most likely separated. It's not 
technically official to her husband, Oliver Parker, also goes by O.I. Parker, best known for being the uh, writer and director of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, <laughs> which I can't get over that specific detail. He's done some other stuff too, but it's amazing. Uh, they've been married since uh, 1998 and there was a lot of rumors starting a couple weeks ago that she needed to go to rehab that she wasn't doing very well on the set of Magic Mike 2, 3, Magic Mike 3, which is Channing Tatum coming back to the franchise. Well, he was in the second one too, but yeah, coming back as a lead in this franchise and he's writing, directing it with Soderbergh, not directing it, but producing it with Soderbergh. And apparently they got in a really big fight on the set. And there was also pictures of them getting very cozy in the back of a car. And I don't know if it called for their characters to do that or not, but it was pretty like yeah i remember you were texting me and you were like is channing done with zoe and moved on to tandy yeah and it's like tandy not with her husband anymore so apparently she has left her husband but it's for this younger music guy named lover no what a loner with no e and he's 25 years old and she got fired off the set, or maybe she walked. She maybe it was a mutual deci- decision, but she got recast on Magic Mike with Selma Hayek. Apparently, Channing stormed off and said, "Like I can't work with her anymore." But that's hearsay. He hasn't commented on anything. She's she's commenting on everything, which is kind of more alarming. So she's like, "I'm free now." After she got, you know, uh, after that, she walked off that set or that job ended. She was like on to the next thing. And then this weekend, very publicly walking around, being papped almost as if, well, they're probably sitting outside her house because they're waiting for her to have a breakdown. But making out with this musician guy very publicly and and husband is now recently spotted without the wedding ring this past weekend as well, going yeah. in and out of their family home. But apparently she's moved out and... And she's no longer in Magic Mike, and Selma Hayek has replaced her. Yeah. So, so we're we're hoping things get better. Well. Yeah. No, she also was a big part of. Um, she was involved. She had, she's had a, a Me Too moment. Obviously, she talked a lot about that yeah. in 2016 and in 2018. She was not invited to P- Times Ups. Um, invite as a participant which she was disappointed by i just feel like i don't know i'm very i'm very worried that things are not and i don't know how it would kind of go i'm not seeing like oh she needs to go to rehab for drugs it's more of like an emotional situation she's probably having like a midlife crisis she's 47 I mean, everyone's not well. We've been in a pandemic for the last couple of years. I know. It's just like she has a 22-year-old. Yeah, she has three kids with An 18-year-old and an 8-year-old. Yeah. She's so it's in, like. She's in the new Knives Out, too. That's the. Um, no, that's a different movie. The oh, Old Knives okay. is a different movie with Chris Pine. Oh. And that's oh, on I Amazon, I believe. Oh, I told you about out? that. I was like, there's a new Chris Pine movie you might want to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it has that. nothing to do with Knives Out. There's going to be a sequel to Knives Out. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I, and I know everyone's in it, so I just assumed that was that and she's in it. 
Okay. No. No, I just, like, hope she's okay. And it just seems like no, she's I having agree. an emotional I've, breakdown. I've always enjoyed her as an actress. Yeah. I feel like the thing I remember her the most is Crash. Yeah, I only saw it once. But I didn't, her... I didn't think it was as bad as people made it sound it was. I mean, it wasn't the best Oscar-winning movie, but I didn't think it was bad. No, I think it's one of those things of retrospectively looking back at it and getting... shouldn't have won that year. Yeah, but can't we say that for 80% of their choices? I mean, it's still very much applicable to this day. It has to do with racism and... Yeah, where were the um, 2004 Oscar-nominated? Yeah, probably something bigger. The bigger deal should have won, but... I it was I remember it was probably one of the only movies I saw that year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's on Oh, Charlize Theron one for Monster. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actor yeah, supporting role, actress animated film. Do I have to go all the way down for this shit? Directing, film editing. Is there any other um oh, best picture. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm in the wrong thing. Okay. This one says Lord of the Rings. I don't know what I'm looking up. Well, speaking of Oscars. <laughs> and she was in the pursuit of happiness with Mr. Will Smith. So it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on the pod and since the big slap occurred. And just a few updates since that happened. Um, Miss Jada Pickett Smith has been in the news. Uh, and she basically came out and said that she wished wished Will didn't get physical and that um, she was embarrassed by it. So she didn't tell him to sit his ass down. She is now going against the man she gave a hard like not a hard time, but gave eyes to when she was getting made fun of. And is just not having her husband's back, who basically destroyed his career because of that slap. Not to say she's the one to blame, but I've never cared for her, and I just feel like she's a toxic person. And just her having that comment and not having like her husband's back after all of this is no bueno. Also, the comment, or or was it more resurfacing of clips that people found of her? Oh well, that on... was the other thing. There's been all these resurface of clips and things she said about not wanting to get married and crying. She was crying on the day as she walked down the aisle because she it wasn't her choice. Like, please, someone yeah, explain. It seemed like someone was forcing her to marry the biggest star at the time. Like, come on now. I'm so confused. Yeah, I don't understand what you guys are doing. This just reminds me of every, from basically the age of 14 up until post, well, even like post-college, when you're having to spend time with couples that shouldn't be together and they're ruining everyone around them because you're like, why are you forcing this? Just stop. it's very toxic and it seems like she's never really been even into him and I mean, they've had these entanglements. and They both had other affairs in the marriage. So it's like, what's the point? Just so that you look like you're a nuclear family. But at this point, she has spilled so much tea about their relationship that, like, they're not a nuclear family. And it seems healthier for everyone for them to just not be together. 
Yeah. I I just honestly want to ask them, do you want to be with each other? Like it should not be this difficult. Well, there as a family in um, India, apparently this trip was already booked before this lap. Um, But yeah, they're going there in India, basically finding the the reason to live and hopefully yeah they're meeting with a spiritual sp- spiritual why can't i say that God, guru guru yeah probably Which to give it's you and i be able to like sell a bunch of bullshit to hollywood yeah people. i mean this is also former scientologists so they'll listen to anyone who's gonna say what they want to hear do you think it's just like in the air in california like you get so confused by what everybody's blowing smoke up your ass that you don't know how to make a choice anymore for yourself yeah i think it's a combination of their fame it's a combination of being in scientology for as long as they were and being surrounded by to your point people that are just constantly saying yes i know i'd love to have a conversation with victoria beckham david beckham and the smiths like together because tom tried to Tom, like, half successfully recruited the Smiths. At least the Smiths, like, enrolled their kids into, like, auditing and, like, paid, started paying money and going down the path. We don't know what, like, level they got to. I don't think they got that far into it. Like, they probably paid too much money and stuff, and they thought it was helping. We need Leah Remini on the call. Yeah, but then Victoria and David were like, no, we're all right. Leave us alone. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm David. I'm going to go to Miami and play football. <laughs> Smartest move they ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on the, the wedding that nobody cared about. Oh, my God. Brooklyn yeah. Beckham. We don't give a shit who you are, kid. Pack it up. Well, and then there's all these rumors that apparently, like, Victoria does not like the girl. Whatever of course her name. not. Why would she? You're Victoria yeah. Beckham. Can you imagine having to come home to that and like compete with that woman? And she made like the wedding about her and the girl was crying. I don't know why I keep calling her a girl. She's 27, but yeah, Nicola Peltz. Yeah. Um, her dad's a billionaire. She's a Jew. Yeah, they have more money than the Beckhams. She's a Jew, which is why he was wearing a yarmulke. And if anyone was wondering. So that we said. Sub- we support and we get another one on that team but i mean i do love a british jew so yeah it just sucks that it has to be brooklyn beckham i know i i'm like the other one i think his name is romeo well there's there and there's Cruz, and then the i think there's four of them and then is is she, her middle name's seven um yeah, I lose track. I can't remember if there's four boys or three boys. And four in total. Harper Beckham. Yep, it's four total. Because yeah. everyone was just like shocked she could even get pregnant, right? Like, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Because she was sad. So I mean, thin. you know, yeah. Put her in a strong wind and we lose her. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, side side note on that wedding. If anybody anyway, cares yeah, if that so happens. I guess we can move on to what we're watching. Yeah, was there anything else with the Smiths? Yeah, he was just going over to India. Yeah, to find the meaning of life. Oh, also his uh total ban, like he he was banned from attending and being able to be nominated for an Academy Award for or is it even being nominated? He's just banned from like attending. Like there's the literally no years. ramifications for the next for, years. Yeah. yeah. I think he can still get nominated. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he just like, can't Who even knows? go. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be putting him in a movie anytime soon. No, I mean, so. Roman Polanski. Like, they keep honoring that asshole. So. Shit. Um, anywho, yeah. So, should we talk about what we found when we were together in Austin last week? Because. Yes. Stop what you're doing and turn yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> Get to Netflix. Because there is a Japanese social phenomenon. <laughs> That needs to be watched by every single human on this planet. And then needs to be adapted by like every other culture and then viewed again because this is our future and I understand why America's fucked. Yeah, and this is how we decide which country is going to win the war because (laughs) the show is called Old Enough and it's basically a show that was created a long time ago that must have just gotten picked up by Netflix where these... Japanese children basically from the age of like two and a half to four and a half I think is basically the age. Yeah I think the oldest yeah we had was like a five-year-old possibly. Yeah who are tasked to do errands for their family anything from like picking up groceries to um we saw like a kid. Some have multiple errands they're yeah, asked they have, to like, run. A few stops to make. And then some, yeah, yeah. Some are just dropping things off on behalf of their parents, or, or like saying hi, or like picking or... up something. But yeah, some of them have to deal with money, and they have their little. Oh my god, these kids! They're church, a, their little like purses that they have. They're so fucking cute. Yeah, these kids are so fucking cute. They can like yeah, barely so, communicate. Already, so a first of all, these episodes are like at most fifteen minutes. Yeah. So yeah. already, it's like attention span met. Then you have really, really cute Asian children, which are really the cutest. I'm just going to be on record. And then Japanese on top of it. So they're like super polite. And right. Just like, and they're living in these, what I could, what the big takeaway right now is like how strong the communities are too. Right. Because then. Because we're constantly watching these episodes being like, first of all, how is a two and a half, three year old like walking down the street by themselves and. No one not getting street, kidnapped at all times and no one on the street is like either a stealing the child or b being like what the fuck why is there a child running around the street and no one is there to get them yeah so what we've decided what we've learned from viewing is that a we think like the town is kind of told ahead of time of like when the kids gonna be coming down here and when to keep an eye out because sometimes <laughs> these nosy motherfuckers come the out community and try to gets involved <laughs> Like, and tries to talk to the kids about what they're doing but that kid's on a mission and they well have... i saw one where the community like let them sit down and get them snacks for and like was keeping them from doing their mission and i'm yeah. like all right lady stop trying to get facetime yeah exactly like he's <laughs> got to get on his way or he's gonna forget what the fuck he's supposed to be doing all day and so they have yeah they have some of them depending on how long their journey is we can't quite tell some they'll all have a little purse and like a backpack some of them aren't even like big enough to carry the bags of whatever they need to be carrying back or forth and then they sometimes usually have like a little water bottle and like a snack with them. <laughs> and they're so literally cute. only going like a couple blocks up. Well, block. a couple of the kids seem to be like trekking around, t- like they're doing like a mile or so or like an hour yeah. away. One kid's like, just no, no not an hour. It felt like an hour. <laughs> well, with their little I legs. Asking, I'm like, where's the timestamp? Because I want to know how long these children really are out for. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have, like, a whole crew following them and making people stop when they're, like, walking down the street and stop the cars because some of these kids are tasked with crossing a busy street. You're watching an episode of Frogger. Like, what the hell is going on here? 
Yeah. So we're like, okay, we think there are safety protocols being implemented, but at the beginning we weren't a hundred percent sure. So it was very nerve wracking. And then it's also just so interesting to see these children. And like, I mean, we got to talk about what was that guy? Yuda? The one lying to his mom? I mean, it was, it was definitely a four, he had a four letter name. Yeah. And yes, he was a real son of a bitch. He was sent home from the family farm to go bring them juice because they were all thirsty. Squeeze some juice from like the Clementine farm that they all work on. And this mom probably has, I wonder if it's like the more rural of all the locations because this this mom had no control over this kid. Yeah. she even like as the mom who's in charge like the other moms are like you're being too soft on him like get it together when one they sent one kid down the block and he was like i'm scared come with me daddy and his dad's like no i have you i have to have clean whites you have to go on your own and the dad was like basically crying and the mom was like grow some balls dude yeah it was amazing (laughs) this little shit yeah goes home he like runs down the hill he goes home he's supposed to squeeze some juice 45 minutes go by no wait wait he takes the juice he takes the oranges out and puts them on the table and puts the juicer on the table yeah and puts the juicer together which is already right. like in a like, feet. okay he's getting to it yeah then and i'm not saying i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this child does not have adhd because no. then he became focused on every other thing he wanted to do with his free time being left right. alone in the house in this village homie starts chasing a, a dog who is not stray the dog <laughs> has a collar and he's trying to capture it with a fishing net and like bring it inside <laughs> i was so angry the mom's calling every 45 minutes to be like yo where, where are you with the juice <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing and he's like I'm doing it. It's just taking a while. Meanwhile, hasn't even touched the Clementine. First two times, lies to his mom. Is like, yeah, I got this all into control. I'll be back soon. And she's like, hey, it's been another 45 minutes. Where the fuck are you? And he's like, what do you want from me, lady? And she's like, have you done the task? And he's like, oh, I guess not. Fine. And she's like, dude, we're all waiting for your grandparents are about to pass out in this field. (laughs) They have low sugar. crazy. I just was like, this kid is just straight up lying to his mom the i mean he's got the biggest balls and unfortunately he'll probably be the most successful kid well and then he like finally gets to make the the juice and he's like has three squeezes and calls it a day i know but the bucket that he's like the empty rinds and stuff looked filled it's just the amount of juice was not appropriate for the amount of yeah i just feel like I'm very curious if the mom or the grandparents were like, so what were you doing all that time? Because it didn't take that long to make this juice. Well, I think they were like, hey, camera crew, what the hell happened? <laughs> and they were like, oh, started chasing a stray dog. <laughs> but didn't he also like build some blocks and stuff? And he yeah, was just like. Yeah, I mean, he basically did everything in the apartment, in the house that like didn't involve making the juice. Yeah. Any task he was asked to do did not complete on purpose. And then finally, reluctantly, completed the task and the best was when the little girl had the breakdown because she missed the watch place on her as her her second task because some bitch distracted her yeah the bitch distracted her with all the snacks (laughs) and was like where are you going and she said the watch store as she's like passing the watch store yeah and she didn't look (laughs) into the watch store and she was like then she starts looking into all the other stores because she's like specifically looking for the woman that she knows and then right. she's like, she I can't find her. the wash store. And she goes home and her mom's so happy. She's already done all these great tasks. 
and then she starts crying and the mom's like what's the matter and she's like i couldn't get the watch for daddy like and they're like you didn't really have to do it. you know these are all just extra <laughs> things we made you do around town like we everyone's trying gonna to see which was the smartest japanese child oh what a little sweetie pie and then her mom was like you she clearly has emotional distress well, and then the mom and then the girl was like i need to go back and get the watch like she's gonna get murdered by the dad if she doesn't get the watch yeah so then michelle and i were like oh no which is yeah what, what else is going on in the home but then we also we just think that this girl just like you know wants to do a good job and then her mom I was know. like you go get ice cream uh, and stuff and she's like okay fine but like i want to make sure we i do everything that i was told to do and the mom's like you're okay <laughs> I know it was so cute I mean so yeah I mean it's just something that we highly recommend if you're just it was such a joy and it's such a fun social experiment to just really break down to think like I wonder if I would have been able to do this yeah Casey and I were like this would never fly in the U.S. kids would have temper tantrums the second they would be left by their parents I mean that's what I was surprised not to see that much we only saw one kid really like avoid the task altogether and be like i don't want to do this yeah he was the only like insecure one that was like i'm comfortable at home like i don't know why you're asking me to do this but like i don't think a normal two to three to four year old child in new york or in boston or in texas can do that i think they i that's when the age is when they start wanting to be mommy's helper so you can walking down like first of all you yes. have to create a safe environment. That's then, really the concern I have. But then be. walking down the street and going to the store, like, I don't think they would be able to do that. I think they could walk maybe down the block by themselves, but I don't think they could do the other interactions. I mean, it all depends. Because, like, if you had given my niece Nora this to do, she would have 100% been able to do this. Alaria right. now at 15 can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so it totally depends on the kid there. But they also they very clearly know their environment. Right, so they, right, these are places that they go to because they're talking right. to the shopkeepers. Well, yeah, especially these rural towns where it's like you're seeing the same 10 people every day. Yeah. So, like, then that's already a comfort level because it's like, okay, if you just have to see them. But I am curious if the producers and stuff kept reminding them of their tasks. Right. Because that's what we were most shocked and fascinated they, by. They weren't getting distracted by, like, a butterfly or, you know. Yeah, one kid leaves and then goes, oh, the shrimp. Like, he right. left, he paid for it, and then it was like, I wonder if somebody was like, hey, didn't you forget yeah. one of the other things you are supposed to pick up? And then yeah. he goes, oh, yeah, duh. But you and I, like, if they are figuring that out on their own, then I'm curious, is, is that how, like, a child's brain works? Is, like, a vent, you know, they kind of, it's a slower right kind of clicking of the thing but then it eventually clicks but i feel like the producers were probably like hey you forgot to yeah do this it has to be somewhat produced at the end of the day but it was like yeah a fascinating experiment slash like you said joy yeah because i feel like i would have been okay to do it in certain stores like the normal routines that we went to and if i knew the shopkeepers i would have been like hey but i also yeah. wasn't yeah, because, um, yeah, I wasn't, like, left alone. Yeah, that's, like, it's one thing to be like that at seven and eight. This is at two to four. Like, yeah. I, that's just such a young age to me. I'm flabbergasted that it's the child's doing anything outside of the house, to be honest. Yeah, and, like, you really task them with, like, small things in the house. Yeah. So if any parents are out there listening, let us know what you would have, <laughs> if you would let your children go down the street. Yeah, we're ready to produce this in America and see which children we could get to do it. Oh my god, it was so it's so entertaining. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what else well, are you watching? Oh, oh. I was gonna ask you, Jinx. Um, um 
double jinx you go first okay uh the only other one i had was the batman it's out on hbo uh so if anybody hasn't seen that i would recommend it it is three hours long yes but it is um i don't know which is like kind of my childhood take on the batman probably more of christian bale's type thing Okay. But Rob Pattinson, surprisingly, very interesting. My only second Robert Pattinson film I've ever watched. And I was like, he's hitting it out of the park. Zoe Kravitz, great in it. Has a fun, she has a couple action sequences that were really impressive. Probably done by a stunt double or whatever. But still like, oh, good for you, Zoe. Um, great plot line of just, um, it's a whodunit. There's a corruption involved. And we got to figure this out. So the actual plot of the movie is intriguing in itself because it's like a really good, you know, a procedural yeah. episode. And then the only other thing I would say is that, yeah, definitely recommend like an 8 out of 10 or 7.5 out of 10 for me. Um, I just wish, and spoiler, 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 you should probably know this if you've been reading any of it because Paul Dano did the press for it. And he tells you who his character is during the press thing. And they show clips and stuff. But honestly, his character is a huge reveal. So it would have been really, really good if they didn't have him do any press. And they had his character maintain who he was throughout the film and then have it be a reveal. I think would have added a whole Uh, other extra level to the movie for me. Because it's interesting to have Colin Farrell do the press tour because of the co- the makeup and everything of him he plays yeah. the penguin you do not recognize him at all whatsoever no. it's unbelievable he, it's a fantastic character in itself just what he does with it and it's very limited he's not in a lot of the movie but it would have made more sense for him to do the press tour because you're like how is that colin farrell and you wouldn't have believed it it's not like it gets revealed it's his him playing character and prosthetics so yeah that's that's the only note i have for the production team. all right i mean like a big seven or an eight out of ten yeah yeah i was i was interested the whole time yeah i was really enjoying the actual film of it you know yeah and like what yeah the next step so i don't know if i and care to see another you one felt like but... it went it didn't feel like it was three hours no no because i was good. interested enough to like kind of figure out what the corruption plot line was and like who plays what part in it and how right. does this come to p- fruition? So they very clearly set it up to be, you know, a multi-film franchise, but it would be weird. I guess Justice League is over. So, yeah. It was a great reinventing of the Batman. Got it. Cool. Yeah, what about you? Um, well, I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye on my plane ride back from Austin, the movie about Tammy Faye Baker with the Jessica Chastain, who won the Oscar for the role. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I was pretty familiar with to the Tammy Faker, Tammy Faye Baker story and the Jim Baker story just from, you know, the craziness. Life. Yeah, the craziness of that and how it was, you know, all over tabloids and stuff when the stuff happened. But um, for those that don't know, it's basically uh, follows Tammy and her husband, Jim, who are televangelists who become very, very big in the world of Christian broadcasting. And eventually, um, Jim Baker gets 
in trouble for like misuse of funds of the churches, you know, this, this televangelist church. Um, and also there is, uh, he gets outed for being gay. And so just like the kind of rise and fall of their relationship. Um, Jessica Chastain kills it. Obviously there's no surprise why she won the Oscar. And honestly, Andrew Garfield, I thought did a great job as Jim Baker. Is he ever not amazing? I mean, I always, yeah, I was going to say like, I'm already biased cause I love the guy, but I feel like he didn't get as much love for that because he was in Tick, Tick, Boom also, which. Here's what I'm going to say about Andrew Garfield. He's our Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I'm down with that. He's going to win Oscars for things he doesn't deserve because he's going to have such a career that like almost every other performance should be nominated and it's not going to be recognized. So it's going to be a long time coming for him, but then it's going to be like, look at his body of work there's nothing he can't do and he's such a good human and that's what we're obsessed with him about yeah just his connection to like the gay community is just insane and just everything that he's been saying about his mom in the past couple of years about what he's learned about grief and loss and and he's just like a nice jewish boy i want to believe british and he no there's so and the thing is i really wanted him and emma stone together i'm still bitter about that but it's fine I'll get over it. <laughs> I think I think we can get over it because they're both over it and they're friends. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think we can be well, it's it's our couple that got away. We're still I, I mean, I went back and watched The Amazing Spider-Man, the second one that they're cuz they meet in the first one and then they're very clearly right. like together but they were hiding it during the press tour and everything. Jamie Foxx tried to out them the whole time and just gave them shit the entire time for like he was like, "Oh, did we get two different hotel rooms tonight or what are we doing?" and they're like, "Jamie, <laughs> shut the fuck up." And I mean, he's just unfucking believable. He's great. It, he almost steals for me Spider Man No Way Home. Like when he shows up, I just continue to watch, you know, that latter half of the film with he and Toby McGuire. Right. He gives Toby charisma on screen, which is, you know, it's like not acting with a dead body. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's just nothing that he can't do. And for us, he's a, a top five, a top oh, 10. Yeah. No, no, no. He's definitely up there. So. Just, you know, he's great. Uh, your girl Cherry Jones is in it. She Ugh, plays uh, she plays uh, Jessica Chastain's mom. Uh, the guy from Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, he's in it too. So it's a good cast. Yeah. Um, and that's on HBO Max as well for those who didn't take a plane on Death And then we did, but Garfield got nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom though. Correct. Okay, so he got Oscar nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom for lead. And then I think, did he get a Golden Globe nomination for In the Eyes of Tammy Faye as well? I don't remember if okay. he got, got recognized. Because I feel like... I know the movie got recognized, but I don't remember if he did. Yeah, just because you can then separate out those... You can have double nominations with actors in comedy right. versus yeah. the drama. True. Um, and then he's going to be an under the banner of heaven just a heads up for people who have any interest if you grew up near any Mormons he's going to be the lead of that Oh, based off of the John Krakow novel um, a true crime novel based off of a woman who was murdered uh, most likely uh, influenced um, her murderers were influenced by the federal what's the the FLDS the fundamentalist Latter day Saints so it's the they had fundamentalist like oh that's their whole thing the fundamentalists are the multi are the polygamists 
that are uh, living in the they're the Jessups that are living in like Bountiful Utah and um, other areas of Utah that then create these compounds and then you know fight the government. Uh, they like mm. what they do is called they bleed the government like a pig. So they're all none of their marriages are recognized except for the first one. So you then right. ha- end up having multiple married women with multiple children so they get the funds from the government to pay for food and everything from that those programs um but then they're fundamentalists that are fighting the government for living their polygamous lifestyle but their polygamous lifestyle is a cult that is yeah um it's not even being funded it's being they're 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 their own church the latter-day saints will not recognize them what it is is a cult of um, child brides. So uh, you have 13-year-olds being married off to their second cousins who are 65 years old. Mm, and then lovely. young men get driven off the compound because the older men would like to keep all the younger women for them. So there's husbands with you know 30 wives, half of them illegally yeah. you know, brided up to them and stuff. Yeah, it's so it's disgusting, but it's been going on for hundreds of so years he's gonna be in he's the detective investigating the murder Oh, okay yeah it's a very famous book that's really fantastic cool. um and then i think john krakauer spoke at syracuse graduation oh with the year you guys david, graduated david muir is doing it this year i just saw oh i don't know who that is he's uh, another author no abc news correspondent he does the six o'clock news or seven oh. o'clock news world news tonight which used to be like the Peter Jennings time slot, the Walter Cronkite time time slot, like oh, okay. the time slot back when news mattered. Um, yeah, exactly. But the other thing I watched uh, also on the plane was the first season of the show This Way Up, which is on Hulu. It's a British comedy drama, I guess, or dramedy, I guess, with um, Aisley B, Sharon Horgan, and a few other people. Uh, and it's basically about uh, a young girl who, or not a young girl, but like a 20-something-year-old woman. Yeah, she's our age. is recovering from a nervous breakdown um, and like re-establishing her life um, and just like the trials and tribulations. And then her sister is played, her older sister is played by Sharon Horgan, who's been in like Catastrophe and... Um, a million other comic like, yeah everything she just did uh with james mcavoy together which was like based off of being in uh lockdown together and like a marriage that you're trying to decide if not like are they dis- deciding if they want to be together or not they were like just struggling to determine you know what is their relationship after 15 right. years and a kid and you know they love each other but do they like each other and yeah right yeah and they're both really talented female comedian like comedic actresses so. yeah i think this was her one of her major ashlyn b's major breakouts in the uk she does a lot of the panel shows and she's known as a stand-up and she's um dated a couple of famous dudes yeah it came out in 2019 so like just before covid so, yeah um, oh yeah well, she was already a touring comedian before then though but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no but that's what i mean like so it's not like that long ago no um and i think I saw the first season um, so far, but I think there's two seasons. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they're only like each six episodes. So, and they're 30 minute 
you know, or less than. So it goes by quick. That's so. how the Brits do it. Exactly. They know what they're doing over there. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Cool. I'm going to go watch Bad Friends podcast. Oh, that's what I'm right. on tonight. Um, oh, yeah. I, I listened to we might be drunk today with uh, Simon Rex. That was a good episode. I feel like you would like it. I know we're coming into the Simon Rex. Just a heads oh, up, everybody. If you didn't think Simon, Simon Rex, Rex is having a comeback, so get ready to hear a little bit more about him. I've been waiting for this moment since him being on like what I like about you. I mean, I loved him on MTV. That's when I fell in love with him. Yeah, but who would have thought if anybody was going to have a comeback? It'd be Simon yeah, Rex. It's Simon Rex, but it's gotta, on its way. You gotta always root for the underdog. I don't know if he was ever an underdog. <laughs> He's a good-looking white man who's six three and white Jewish guy. There you go. But interesting but goes by a different name. Interest. Well, no, his what's interesting is his middle name's Rex. His last name's Kurt Wright because his mom is Jewish from New Jersey and his dad is from Louisiana, like in the middle of nowhere. As it, oh, he does have that. Yeah, he does have a Theo vibe. Yeah, of you a, could see a that Cajun Creole people. You could see that Cajunness there. No, it's interesting. Like, well, he I tans mean, very well. He's got great he, bone structure. Yeah, the the interview made me like him even more than I already did. So yeah. Oh, also just minor one, just a one liner. Yeah. Carrie Elwes, we're hoping recovers well from his snake bite that he got while oh, working yeah. on his Malibu home. We forgot that's part of the news. I do, posted, do, 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 yeah, do, you didn't news. respond to that, so I wasn't sure if it meant anything to anyone besides Dennis. Oh, my bad. I thought about it. I didn't. I guess I forgot yeah. to text back. But yeah, it's Carrie fun. Elwes of Liar Liar Princess Bride fame got bitten by a rattlesnake on his Malibu compound, but seems to be in recovery and doing well. Yeah, yeah you got it. I mean. They got anti-venom there. Yeah, you Thankfully, don't want to mess around. You don't want to mess around with that stuff. Nah, dog. Nah, and dog. on that note, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>